How's it going, guys? Welcome to episode six of the Put Me On podcast. I am recording this one on election day, and whether the result is good or bad, depending on your party, there'll definitely be some music in this episode for you to either celebrate to or cry to. So let's get into it. King Bond, drill rapper from Chicago. This is probably my favorite artist that I haven't talked about in depth yet on the podcast. So Vaughn is signed to Lil Durk's Only the Family label, and most people are going to find out about him through his various features on Durk's projects. For me, it was like that, of Durk's love songs for the streets too. I'm listening to the song, and when Vaughn's feature starts, his voice is almost imperceptibly different than Dirk's. I actually didn't know there was a feature on the song. The only reason why I thought there may be was the change in tone. A bit more angrier, a bit more standoffish, more violent. That's Vaughn. Vaughn released his second album of the year this month, Welcome to O'Block, and it's exactly what I would expect from him. Out of the gate with Armed and Dangerous, Mind 2, The Code, it's all music you want people to hear blaring from your car at a red light. Beyond regular drill stuff, though, what sets Vaughn apart from his peers is that his storytelling is really, really, really compelling. Stuff like Crazy Story and 2AM from his earlier projects. This album was kind of lacking that until you get to the very tail end of the album with How It Go and Wayne's story, both of which were well worth the wait. The two standouts on the album, though, were definitely Ain't See It Coming, which features Money Baggio, and I Am What I Am, which features Fabio Foran. The beat for I Am What I Am is absolutely perfect for Fabio, and he ends up having my favorite feature on the album. All in all, if drill music is your thing, then you likely already listen to Vaughn. If you want to get into drill, though, I think this is a pretty good album and a pretty good starting place for that as well. I think there are some projects that I like better from Vaughn, but this one's definitely a worthy addition to his collection. But off of the murder music, let's get into something that's a little more chill. When I listened to Queen Niaja's Misunderstood, I had never heard of her before. I was just looking through Spotify just to see if there was anything new from R&B because no artist I like was releasing and her album was right there. So I gave it a listen and for those who are unaware, I'll call her Queen from now on, Queen's an R&B artist and Misunderstood was her debut album. In case you are wondering, and I know you weren't, Misunderstood is stylized here with two S's because she's a woman. Anyways... As I listened to this album, not knowing anything about her at all, her intro was interestingly just hired actors voicing criticisms that I assume have been levied at her in real life. So things like, oh, she's a one-hit wonder, oh, she can't sing well, oh, her music isn't very good, the new stuff at least, oh, she's irrelevant. And there were some genuinely messed up things about how Uh, her pregnancy may have potentially affected her career, but for the most part, these were genuinely art-related criticisms. Looking at Genius now, uh, she said about this album and about that intro that these are things that people said to her that made her want to go harder when she was recording this album, and she described the release of this album as kind of a judgment day for those people. 
I guess they get to see this bulk of work and actually see what she's capable of. With this album, coming into it blind, I learned a very important lesson. And that's that sometimes the haters are right. In the spirit of politics here, since I'm recording this on election day, let's just do a quick fact check. The haters claimed she's a one-hit wonder. I'm going to rate that in my best PolitiFact uh, impression as mostly true. With the caveat that her one hit was called Medicine. It was a song released in 2018. And it's kind of not fair to her that that's her one hit because I couldn't tell you why the song blew up. It's the same quality as this music on this album, which brings me to the second thing that I need to fact check. And that is her music isn't very good. That's true. Uh, this album is something that I honestly do enjoy when it's playing in the background. So I think the first time I listened to this album, I was also doing a paper um, and I enjoyed it. It's not like unlistened to It's actually pretty pleasant when you're not really paying attention to. It's just not something that I would want to listen to. It's not something it's not something I'm going to seek out. It's not something that I'm going to listen to again. None of the songs. And there's 18 on this album and none of them are very good. Yeah, not my, not my cup of tea. But why is the music not that good? Well, let's ask the haters. The haters said she can't sing very well and that she has an average voice. And it's, again, true, but that would be fine. There are certainly a bunch of singers who don't have great voices, but when you don't have a great voice, you have to do something else well. Usually, you have to write well, and she does that averagely as well. For a quick example of what I mean when I talk about the music on this album, Lie to Me. She uses a very famous song as a sample on this song, Tupac's I Ain't Mad At You. And the song is mid. Like, there are three major aspects to a song, right? There is the production, there is whatever you're doing vocally on the song, and then there's the lyrics. Generally, you can skate by with two of the three, but when the beat's really good, sometimes you only need one. The beat was really good here. The production, really good here. And somehow this song still isn't something I want to listen to. Even with the feature from Lil Durk on this song, it's just not, not good. As I've said on a previous episode, this is one of those cases where it's like, yo, the ball's at the rim for you <laughs> and you just can't score. By virtue of the sample, it's right there and you can't score. It's just, it's disappointing. As a closer though, I do think there is something inherently problematic at promoting the criticisms that are made about you, especially if it's one of those, I'm using this as motivation things and then you don't really deliver. Artists have to be really careful about how much they feed into those things because when you do something like what she did on this project, those criticisms just become the primer for someone else's experience of your work. Wow, that was a long talk on an album that doesn't really move the needle, so let's get the next one out quickly. Busta Rhymes, Extinction Level Event 2, Terrible. Way too long, way too boring, it's music for... 45-year-old men who still wear baggy clothes and use Bluetooth earpieces. Do not waste your time with it. Bus is good. He's in that Eminem category now where he can physically rap. Like, 
technique-wise, up to snuff. He just has nothing compelling to talk about. Um, the conspiracy theories really just don't do it for me. Neither is the whole Farrakhan feature. Come on, it's 2020. That's kind of problematic. Um, yeah, don't waste your time with it. Bus is good on the feature. Just don't listen to any more of his albums. Do give Look Over Your Shoulder, a Kendrick Lamar throwaway, which made its way onto this album a listen. Really good song. Kendrick puts out one of his best verses on that song. Whenever I make these episodes, I kind of make a mental promise not to keep y'all for over 15 minutes. Anything over that, and this isn't really the musical cheat sheet that I intended to be. So, I am going to make this episode's feature about an artist that recently put out an album. Philly's own Black Thought. Tariq Trotter, the greatest lyricist alive, barring maybe Andre 3000. Search Black Thought Freestyle on YouTube, go ahead, pause this, watch that 10-minute freestyle, and tell me I'm lying. Alright then. Known for his career with The Roots and the 90s, Thought wasn't super known for his solo work, but he's been coming strong in recent years with his streams of Thought EPs. Both of those EPs have been setting him up for, as far as I can tell, what is his first proper solo album, at least that's available on streaming services, Streams of Thought Volume 3, Cain and Abel. It's the perfect climat for Black Thought to drop, with white people finding out about racial inequality this year, and they're ready to listen to one of the more pro-black rappers that we have right now. Thought balances a message with skillfully written, clever, and entertaining bars, as well as solid production from Sean C. Listening to Black Thought's fun, because while a ton of references are going to fly over your head, there's a bunch that you will catch and briefly feel super smart for being on the know about before he moves on to the next thing. Aside from proving he's the greatest rapper alive, though, Thought collaborates heavily with Portugal the Man on this album, because of course, the group features not once, not twice, but three times on the album, and one song is a miss, but two of them are hits. The first, Quiet Trip, is very well done, Portugal the Man kills the chorus, and Thought slides in a I'm a rebel just for kicks bar that no other rapper could get away with. Fuel, the third feature Portugal the Man does, and one of the final tracks on the album, is also one of the standouts. The showstopper, though, is Stakem. A powerful trip through American history, led by Dave Chappelle, and it also features TDE Schoolboy Q. Black Dot is as authoritative as ever on the slower production. Q gives a very solid feature, and really my only complaint is that the song is way too short at 3 minutes 30 seconds. All in all, Streams of Thought 3 is unapologetically black. It's gutter music, and it's everything one could want from a bona fide album from Black Thought. Give it a listen, then give it a couple more, and whether you're in it for simple enjoyment or to learn something, you'll have spent your time well. That's all I've got for you guys today. Thank you for listening. I have been your humble host, Jalen Harrington. This was episode 6 of the Put Me On podcast. As always, wash your hands, wear your mask, Stay safe, and I'll talk to y'all next time.